Why can't you lose weight? You've cut out the fast food, revamped your diet and started exercising. But the numbers on the scales haven't budged at all. What's going on? Diets don't work because your brain controls your body weight. So whenever your weight changes too much, your brain will step in to push it back to what it thinks is the correct weight for you. And you might not like that same weight that your brain prefers. So to lose weight, you need to make your brain more comfortable at a lower weight. And I've got seven brain hacks to help you lose weight by shedding belly fat, and none of them involve restricted dieting. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 85 of Better Brain, Better You. Hello, I'm neuroscientist Dr. Ben Webb sharing brain advice for a mentally healthy and happy midlife. Hi there, my friend. How are you doing today? All good, I hope. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode on the brain reasons why you can't lose weight. So some of the best foods for your brain actually turn out to be the best foods for controlling your weight as well. And another bonus is that brain-healthy eating isn't a hard-to-stick-to restrictive diet. It's more of a healthy lifestyle. So to, get you, so to get you started on your brain healthy eating journey, I want to give you my brain healthy foods for midlife guide. So this free guide lists the top 20 foods you should be eating in midlife to help you boost your mood, memory, thinking, and to help you lose weight. And not only that, you also get an easy to follow and delicious brain boosting recipe taken from our new midlife cookbook, Brain Healthy Eating for Midlife. So our new cookbook, which I created in collaboration with a professional chef, actually isn't out until April. So you're getting an early look at one of our tasty recipes. You can grab this free guide at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain foods. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash brain foods. So that's my gift to you, so please do enjoy it. Do you think we'd have figured out dieting by now? There are countless experts telling you they know the secret to weight loss by eating this or avoiding that. And then there's the old calories in versus calories out equation that seems so simple, but dieting is much harder when you actually put it into practice. And with two thirds of Brits on a diet each year and most of them failing at those diets, there must be so much more going on. And at the heart of the matter, is a little thing called your set point weight. So your body weight is actually regulated by your brain. And you might be surprised to discover that your brain and body start fighting back against weight loss. And this is at the heart of why diets don't actually work. So whenever your weight changes too much, your brain will intervene to push it back to what it thinks is the correct weight for you. And you might not prefer the same weight your brain prefers, and most of us actually don't. So the whole process is a lot like a thermostat. So a thermostat measures the temperature in your home and helps regulate it so that it stays stable. When the temperature goes up, the heat goes down and vice versa. So in your brain, your thermostat is in the hypothalamus and your hypothalamus will activate physiological and behavioral responses to maintain your body temperature. So for instance, if you're cold, you may shiver or put on a sweater. And a similar thing happens in your brain when it comes to how much body fat you're carrying. So your brain measures the level of body fat using leptin. That's a hormone that's secreted in your bloodstream 
in proportion to the amount of fat you carry. And higher levels of leptin in your bloodstream mean more fat on your body. So you may have heard of leptin before. It's called one of the hunger hormones along with ghrelin. And leptin, leptin's job is to reduce your hunger levels to stop you from eating. So whenever your weight changes too much, your brain will intervene to push it back to what it thinks is the correct weight for you. But here's where things get a little bit tricky. Everyone has a certain level of body fat that their bodies are happiest at. And your brain will defend this amount just like it defends your body temperature. So as you lose weight, the amount of leptin in your bloodstream drops. And that's where the trouble starts. It sends a signal to your brain to help you fight to bring that fat back. And of course, that's the exact opposite of what you're trying to do. But it's really hard to actually beat our biology. This is actually a classic starvation response in your brain. Your brain responds by upping hunger, making those donuts that have been sitting on the side for four hours look really tasty and ensures cravings are impossible to ignore. So your metabolic rate slows, slows so you can conserve energy and set it right back into building up fat stores. So these compensatory mechanisms driving weight regain last for at least one year. That's a long time to spend battling your body. So the hunger is what may really do you in. Sometimes you don't even realise you're eating more. But when you're below your set point, you end up eating more to maintain the same hunger level as you did before. And that's why it's, in, it's possible to ma maintain a healthy diet and still gain weight back. So you can imagine why it's so hard to lose weight and even harder to maintain that weight loss. And you can do it for a time, but eventually your brain will win out and you'll stand in your kitchen eating straight from that container of ice cream. We've all done it. So that's where binge eating comes in. Before you dieted, you might never have considered polishing off a packet of biscuits. But when you're on a diet, you actually, you actually feel like it's necessary. Repeated dieting makes the brain more vulnerable to binge eating even after the diet is finished. So it turns out that dieting is actually one of the best ways to gain weight. So if you follow people over the long term, dieters are much more likely than equivalent non-dieters to end up gaining weight over the next 2 to 15 years after the diet. And dieting is stressful and it triggers an increase in stress hormones which are linked to weight gain, particularly belly fat. So it also makes you suppress and ignore your hunger. So over time, that can make you less responsive to your natural hunger cues, making it harder to listen to your body and allow it to regulate your weight. So you become more at risk of emotional eating and eating out of boredom and are more vulnerable to environmental cues that tell you to eat more than your body actually wants. So when you begin to put on weight, especially lethal belly fat, your biology shifts out of balance, veering into the unstable and unhealthy territory of disease, which in turn makes you fatter. So a vicious deadly cycle takes hold unless you take control of your weight. So to lose weight and get rid of stubborn belly fat, you need to make your brain more comfortable at a lower weight. You can lower your set point weight so that your body is happy carrying around less belly fat. And numerous factors contribute to belly fat, but over many years working as a brain health consultant, I've actually found when patients focus on these seven brain healthy strategies that I'm going to share with you, 
They norm they normalize their insulin levels, lose that stubborn belly fat, and get back to good health. So first, try and eat real food. So when we eat real food, which contains many nutrients, we are more satisfied. We eat less and lose belly fat. Getting adequate vitamins and minerals helps you burn calories more efficiently. It helps regulate your appetite, lowers inflammation, boosts detoxification, aids digestion and regulates stress hormones and helps your cells become more insulin sensitive. So along with lots of green vegetables, try and include protein in every meal since lots of studies have shown it keeps you fuller longer so you lose more weight. You can use our free and brain healthy foods for midlife guide to get you started on a whole food diet. So second, try and manage your stress levels. Chronic stress causes your brain to shrink and your belly to grow. Chronically elevated levels of stress of your stress hormone cortisol cause increased blood sugar and cholesterol, depression, dementia, and promotes the accumulation of belly fat that we so commonly see in patients with insulin resistance or diabetes. So you crave sugar and carbs and seek comfort food. Use the stress management strategies that we've discussed on the channel here before. So third, address food sensitivities. We often crave the very foods we're allergic to. And getting off them is not easy, but after two to three days without them, you will have renewed energy, relief from cravings and symptoms, and start to begin to shed belly fat. So gluten and dairy are two big food sensitivities, but many others can create roadblocks that make losing belly fat nearly impossible. So fourth, get seven to eight hours sleep. Not getting enough sleep drives sugar and carb cravings by affecting your appetite hormones. One study found even a partial night's poor sleep could contribute to insulin resistance. So poor sleep also adversely impacts fat-regulating hormones like leptin and ghrelin. So you need to prepare for sleep. Use the sleep hygiene strategies we discussed on the channel here before. Fifth, optimise your nutrient levels. Take a high-quality multivitamin that contains blood sugar balancing nutrients. Optimise omega-3 fatty acids. So omega-3 fatty acids are really important for controlling insulin function. Optimise your vitamin B levels or low levels of this critical vitamin impair appetite control. So sixth, monitor alcohol. A nice glass of red wine with a meal or a cold beer on a hot day are some of the sweet pleasures of life, no doubt about that. But as a daily habit, alcohol can do more harm than you realise, especially if you have diabetes or you struggle with weight loss. So if you drink two glasses of wine a day, you'll consume about 72,000 extra calories a year, which could mean an extra 20 pounds a year. And these liquid calories go right to your belly. So try and stop for six weeks, see how you feel. Then if you want, enjoy one to three glasses of wine or alcohol a week. The seventh, exercise regularly. Aside from changing your diet, exercise is probably the single best medication for weight loss. Try and walk at least 30 minutes every day, and for some 30 to 60 minutes or more vigorous aerobic exercise, four to six times a week might actually be necessary. And studies have shown that interval training and weight resistance can improve fat loss. So I've got a question for you. Which one of these brain healthy strategies would you add to permanently banish belly fat and become lean and healthy? 
Let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. So that's all for today. Take really good care of your brain and it will take good care of you and help you lose weight. So thanks for tuning in and I will look forward to seeing you next time.